1: Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but it's almost Christmas, so you might as well smile. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, That would be a great Christmas present. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use if we decide to be doers of the word and not just hearers of the word. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. I'm just curious if anybody in the audience knows where that comes from. I want to talk faith with you. Okay. Uh, We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through that process. Now, most people are gearing up for a Christmas holiday, and many of you know you're going to be engaging with certain family members and certain friends, and uh, some uh, some of the people in the faith are, like, getting prepared. Right? I want to talk about those kind of things, about life, living life as a Christian, recognizing that you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, that he was buried, and three days later he rose again. He ascended to the right hand of the Father, and he's coming back soon. That you believe that, but people you will engage with, even though it's Christmas or Christmas, those people may not believe. What do you do? How do you handle it? What is the process? Also, we want you to be able to just share. Maybe you have a question, maybe you have a thought, maybe you have a comment or an opinion. It's not a Kvetch Fest, but it is an opportunity to share with one another and be strengthened by one another. We also recognize that this is pretty close to Christmas, so there's a lot of people that won't normally be listening as they're traveling, and we certainly pray for traveling mercies for all. But if you want to reach out to the show, there's a couple ways to do it. You can call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will get to talk to Captain Chris. And then you will be Save. You can also t- – I love the way you do that. You can also text us 214-210-8483 during the show. You can put your name in there. You cannot put your name in there. We don't mind. And then you can also email us david at he org. That's david. At hemustincrease.org, let me encourage you as well to check out hemustincrease.org. On there is a place for prayer requests and praise reports, also an opportunity to get the new app, the Spoonanity app. That's right, Spoonanity. It doesn't cost you anything, and it's not too shabby. Not too shabby. Anyhow, we want you to check that out, hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org, email david at org Facebook He Must Increase Ministry, YouTube He Must Increase Ministry. All right, if you're new to the show or this is like the first time you're listening, my big advice for you is get some ibuprofen. Okay, so uh, here we go. we got a couple things we do want to cover. Uh, we want to pray corporately. I need to pray for my daughter because Easton is having a little bit of a big issue. A little bit. He's having an issue. He's had a lot of uh, seizures in the last like couple days, and so they're just trying to kind of sail through on kind of a decent Christmas time for them and their kids, so I just want to pray for them, and I just want everybody to kind of join your faith with mine, because my faith is not bad, but everybody's faith combined is fantastic. That's what we want to do, so just pray with me for the Lord's uh, help in this situation. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up Julianne to you. We lift up Jared and we're just asking that you would give them, as parents, great courage, great confidence, great hope. And we pray for all the grandkids in this situation. Lord, I pray for Addie Bug and for Isaiah Anthony, that they would be uh, strong, that they would have strong faith, and that they would be committed to the wellness for Easton. And he's the one we lift up before you, and we ask you to physically touch Easton, physically touch Easton Scott Schiller in the name of Jesus that he might find a reviving of life and he might be free from the sicknesses that keep pulling him down. All we can do is petition you, but we're not going to stop petitioning you. We believe, we offer it up with thanksgiving, we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okie dokie chokey. Uh, We are going to get into, we're going to do a little bit different like we did yesterday. We're not going to do our normal expository, okay? It's Thursday. Normally, we would be doing expository in, I can't remember what book we're even doing the expository in. We're doing expository in something, and then in the Book of Acts somewhere, somehow, but we're not doing that today. It's Christmas. We're having as decent a time as we can. Let me say right up front, for those people that are freaking out because of the commercialism, nobody disagrees. In the meantime, don't be an Eeyore. Okay, I think mean, don't really, and The real answer is don't rain on other people's. I mean, if they're doing it unto the Lord, then let it be unto the Lord. Can you see the Lord being? Oh, they're celebrating my birth, the birth of my my day that I came down. I'm so mad at them. Okay, stop that. Okay, I mean, nobody thinks that way. All right, let's uh, get into the first text. I think it's a worthwhile one. It's called the greatest unspoken truth of all. What's this got to do with Christmas? Nothing. Well, that's not true. It does have a lot to do with Christmas, but in an indirect way. It maybe a direct way. I want to point this out to you, Exodus chapter 19, verse 1. Where else do you go for a Christmas sermon but Exodus, right? Exodus 19, 1. On the first day of the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, on that very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. Exodus chapter 12, verse 40 through 41. Now, the length of time the Israelites' people lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of 430 years, to the very day, all of the Lord's divisions left Egypt. Now, the reason I bring this text up is three reasons. They're all the same. I just say them differently. God's timing is perfect always. God is right on schedule. God is never late, not even once. Now we might have watches that we use, digital clocks. I have a little uh, app on my uh, uh, cheap uh, Chromebook that has an atomic clock connector so it gives me the exact time that's taking place on the atomic clock whatever that is i don't even know what that is it just sounds great don't don't send me an email to explain me what it is that's not the point the point is we're using that we're trying to do everything by timing we do our timings on ins and outs you see captain chris he plays the sound right at the right time everything flows it sounds great god's timing is perfect in your life and in my life we often think of God as running in the molasses time frame which is kind of slow but we know that he always comes through he's just moving kind Slow. And the irony behind it is God is never slow. He is exactly perfectly on time in every situation, every single time. Look at this situation. The length of time that Israel was in Egypt was a total of 430 years. Prophesied that they would be delivered, it happened to the very day. Now watch this, because this is what people miss. You're talking about 430 years that a people were under the thumb of another nation. America is a little more than half that age. Now consider this is almost twice the age of America and to the very day of the prophecy, God said, all right, now we're done. And it was exact. You're talking about three I'm sorry, four centuries plus. And God had them out at the exact day that he prophesied. And the thing that we need to remember is the Lord's timing is never poor. It's never bad, even though we are believers, just like Martha and Mary, who loved Jesus. They loved him. But they were like, you are late. (laughs) He got there, they were like, You could have been here earlier. We could have been spared all of this stuff. You were late. They were wrong. And we are often wrong when we tell God he's running late. God is never late, He has never been late on one prayer that He has answered. He might say no to certain prayer requests, but when he says yes, it happens. As he determines, the thing that we don't do is tell God how or when. We don't touch his methodology, and we don't touch his calendar. We petition with faith, and then we do this amazing thing called trust. So now your job and my job Our job as the believers, as children of the Most High God, is to have confidence in our dad that he will be faithful as he said he has been faithful, as he said he would be faithful, as he has always proven to be faithful, and as he will always prove to be faithful, we can rely on God. That is the first message to take into this weekend. Okay? All right. You're listening to the David's Moon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
2: All
3: of mankind, destroying everyone, and everything
0: Moving is hard. It's a moment that everyone dreads. But wait, there's an answer. Jesus can help. And for the moving parts, Men of God Moving is there for you. Men of God Moving is a full-service Christian moving company that is locally owned and operated, serving the entire Dallas and Fort Worth area. Men of God Moving helps with homes, apartments, offices, long and short distance relocations, and so much more. They offer packing and unpacking services, loading and unloading, assembling and disassembling, plus many other helpful services. Tell them you heard it on the David Spoon Experience and receive a substantial discount. Substantial means a whole bunch. Call them at 817-707-7672 or go to their website, menofgodmoving.com. That's menofgodmoving.com. And check them out on Facebook. The Lord's Word says, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men. Ephesians 6:7. Allow men of God moving the privilege of serving you. And listen to Johnny Hill, the owner, often on the David Spoon Experience. To hear his testimony, reach out to men of God moving. Johnny's testimony will move you. God bless.
3: Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Do you know how you keep going? Do you know how you keep putting one foot in front of the other? Do you know how you don't give up? Do you know how you don't quit even though you want to quit? You fix your eyes on Jesus. You see with God. When Peter went out of that boat and stepped on that water, there is no natural principle in the world, in in any normal universe, that would allow Peter to walk on water. But he did one thing well. He looked at Jesus, and as he was looking at Jesus, the Bible says he walked on the water. He looked at his situation just focusing at Jesus, and he took his eyes off of Jesus, and he saw the winds and the waves, and he sank. He lost the correct attitude when he stopped seeing with Jesus in the picture. Whatever you see, whatever you face, whatever you encounter, do not see it or face it in the natural. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So everything you see, you must insert the picture of Jesus.
0: The David Spoon Experience.
1: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas, where yes, we are live. What's the date, by the way? Is it the 23rd? I think it's the 23rd, isn't it? Is that right? I think
2: it's October 5th right
3: now.
1: October 5th? Okay. Okay, that's helpful. It's October 5th. So we have the fall changing with all the different colors anyhow let's get ready for our first trivia question guess what these are going to be geared towards here you go here's your first one ready a little bit of sneaky Eh, you know it's christmas how many children had mary had before she gave birth to jesus how many children did mary have before she came birth before she came before she gave birth to jesus i can talk it gets there how many children how many how many how many how many how many I could do that really fast. It's like, It sounds like homily. Homily, 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 homily. Uh, call in 972-445-0770 if you uh, want to talk on the phone. Out to Captain Chris. That's always cool. You can also text in 214 210 8483. Plus, you can send an email David at he must increase.org. How many children had Mary had before she gave birth to Jesus? In the meantime, we'll do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. Daily. That means daily. That means every day, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And in saying that to you, just being super, super cool, that way Jesus won't be ashamed of you. And A, always be ready to Sur- to serve. I took the two away from you, didn't I? That wasn't very nice. It must it's be Christmas, great. Dave. Yeah, I took, I took the two away. Anyway, to serve. The idea is that you and I don't just think about, ready? Don't just think about ourselves. That's the whole point. And it's not, oh, it's Christmas, we should really not think about ourselves. No, every day we should be sensitive to God, aware of other people, willing to be a vessel of blessing. Every day, not not every once in a while, every day. That is the call. All right, here is the question one more time, then we're going to get into our first kind of Christmassy, Christmassy teaching. Birth of Jesus, how many children had Mary had before she gave birth to Jesus? That's the question, the number to call, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david, at hemesincreased.org. Somebody is calling in, so we will give them that opportunity to answer. I didn't say these would all be hard, but I didn't say they'd all be easy either. Remember that. Uh, Here we go. Ready? Okay. This is David. Who am I talking to?
0: Merry Christmas, David.
1: This is Al. Hi, Al. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm doing fantastic. It's wonderful to hear from you.
0: Hey, I had not called the show in a while. just wanted to uh, give everybody a chance to call in. So, But I wanted to call in today and wish everybody a Merry Christmas and uh, uh, answer the trivia question.
1: All right, my brother. Here we go. How many children—by the way, it's very nice of you to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and everybody appreciates that. I want you to know that. How many children had Mary had before she gave birth to Jesus?
0: That would be zero.
1: That is correct, now, And that's really important because she was a virgin, so <laughs> there lies, <laughs> lies the big connection yeah, yeah, right there. funny how— <laughs>
0: You, you get these trivia questions, and you think about it, and you think, okay, let's see. I know he had brothers and sisters. Let's see how many, and you think, wait a minute, Virgin
1: Bird, what was oh, zero? That's the answer. Zero. You know. <laughs> good job, brother. So, Al. that was great work. Awesome. All uh, right. Well,
0: y'all, have, y'all have a Merry Christmas. I hope everybody gets to uh, have a good time with their family
1: and stays healthy and well. All right. You too, my brother. God bless you. All right. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Great job. All right. All right. Let's get into this. This is uh, It's not going to be long, but it's got a lot of Christmassy stuff coming on. So just, you know, relax. Take a deep breath. <laughs> All right. With the great atmosphere of giving and gifts and family and love and, oh, by the way, no Christian is offering some kind of offering to a Christmas tree that's supposed to be like a god. Would you guys stop? is people are so legalistic. It's, it's incredible. Uh, atmospheres of giving and gifts and family and love. We need to remember this one major point. There is no way around it. We have this sign on the front of our house. Jesus is the reason for the season. I'm just not having a problem with the season. Yep, here's the thing. You can use these type of moments to witness. And when people are thinking, oh, where's all the Christmas this and where's all the Christmas this? Well, let's get to the core of what Christmas is. At least in our society, the original intent that we celebrate in this country centered around Jesus. You can't spell Christmas without Christ. I do find it amazing that people try to be Christians without Jesus. I always find that to be weird, but whatever. Let's go to Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census A son, firstborn, which means there was a secondborn, she wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Okay. In family situations, typically the barn scenarios would be at the bottom floor and then the residence would be on the top floor and then the roof would be kind of like a loungy kind of place. That's not what I want to pull out of this, although that is kind of cool. Here's what's cool. In Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through 7, you read through this story and you get to the very last verse and it says, she wrapped him in the cloth, placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And what I want you to understand is that for too many Christians who believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin and the Holy Spirit and... If, and they believe that Jesus died on that cross and that he rose again and that he's coming back soon, that in certain areas in our lives there's no room for Jesus, just like there was no room for Mary and Joseph and Jesus at the inn. And the biggest issue there is for us to change our attitude about not having room for the Lord. Look it, I am with you a thousand percent when it comes to church, when it comes to devotions, when it comes to spiritual things, but this portion of Christmas should be understood in this fashion. There is not an area of your life that is separated from Jesus if you're a true, authentic, Bible-believing Christian. Before you say, what about sex, Dave? I can't believe I'm saying the word sex on Christmas, right? The answer is God invented procreation and sex. Oh, you said sex twice on a Christmas show. Okay, relax. God is not a prude. He's the one that created this, remember? Remember? There is no area in your life that is void of the Lord's attention. There is nothing going on, and no right for us to say we have no room for you here in the end. <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't work. It doesn't fly. It's not okay. And so I'm going to tell you is like mean. Is this just kind of mean in its own little way? Uh, you can't do that. You can't have no room for him in any area. Every area, even the things you're trying to accomplish, even the things you think you can get and accomplish on your own, there's, you can't have an area in your life where there's no room. Jesus came to earth to set us free from the power and the presence and the penalty of sin. There is no area in your life that is not affected by that. Period. That's it. Period. I mean, this is just as simple as can be, right? All right, and the last thing I want to say about that, because I don't want to get too preachy. (laughs) I'm, I'm stepping off my soapbox just for a second. I don't want to get too preachy, but I want to say this other part about the whole process of understanding Jesus becoming one of us. There is no way for God to be connected to us to the level he is without him becoming one of us. The importance cannot be stressed. It cannot be explained enough that being one of us puts him in an entirely different place in regarding our relationship with us. And God took such pains and such lengths to identify and connect to us that he became one of us. Now that that's the christmas story right that humility that jesus took on in becoming a human that's the story of Christmas could have come with all the fanfare in the world could have come with nothing but angels and trumpets and you know f- you know cherubims with swords and came as a baby. And you know what's even cooler about that? If you think about a baby. Every time you see a baby, you think there's hope.
3: <laughs> That's why Jesus came as a baby. Cuz every time you see a baby, there's hope. Get it? Okay.
1: Cool. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, top of the hour, then we'll come back. Don't go anywhere.
0: Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. You
1: you think it's bad like this? My wife has to put up with this every day. So she has learned to completely tune me out. And then I'll say something. I'll say, did you hear me say that? She goes, no, I I, I just heard you talking.
2: (laughs) That's what she says.
1: That's right. I love
2: you, honey. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, six grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership as well as a master's degree of theological studies and is involved in a Ph.D. program. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out.